We got a lot to dive into, brother. Yeah. Okay, so, um... <laughs> Welcome to your doom. That's the issue is back. Well, in a way, because we are um, we are starting with a Secret Empire mini cast. Uh, mm-hmm. So my name is Matt Loon, and this is Wes Messer, my uh, always my forever co-host. How are you? Not too bad, Matt. How are you doing this evening? <laughs> I'm not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. I feel like we are um, entering the gates of hell when we are starting to talk about Secret Empire. Oh, oh my lord! You- you know, I was reading responses like I, because people I had this funny. Someone was saying like you need to disconnect from comics. You need to disconnect from like the Twitter and all this. Like, dude, when you're in comics internet, you really can't. It's no, you can't. And you have to kind of. So I kind of, I kind of go. I've, I've learned how to read, but what I do is I kind of read, and I've been reading the reactions. And yeah, Secret Empire. No one's passionate about this at all. No. Not at all. There's, there's. No one's, no one's, uh, no, no one's, uh, basically really ticked off, and no one's really like the people who. So far, I've seen a lot of different reactions to it, and I've seen it all. Mm. Like, have you, have you been kind of reading some of the reactions people have had? Because I've seen a lot of everything. I've seen a lot of yeah, and I've seen a lot of mm. like oh yeah. I've seen a lot of um. There's obviously been a lot of reactions to the Captain America run. And a lot of reactions to kind of Nick Spencer and his Twitter um, presence, and um, a lot of reactions, negative reactions to kind of what it means to have Captain America be Hydra, yeah. you know, in, in kind of in today's climate. And I think um, I've not, insofar as actual responses to the physical like issues that we're going to be talking about. I don't. I've not really seen that much about it. I think a lot of people are very much of the case of I'm not going to read it. I'm not interested in it, so I'm just not going to bother reading it. And I think that's that's fine. I think that's the best. That's the healthiest reaction to take yeah. to any kind of comics. If you're not interested, I'm. I the only thing worse than someone, you know, hating on something they've not read is is hate reading something and just reading like reading through it and hating it and exactly. and then coming on to say how much they hate it it's like look if you're not interested don't read it um and like this podcast as far as i'm concerned doing a little mini show uh, for you listeners um if you yeah. are reading yeah. the issues of secret empire and um you don't want to be spoiled then maybe pause this because we're probably going to spoil the heck out of all of them um, yeah, we, we and, won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't. We, don't we will. Yeah. We, we have no choice. It's it's kind of no, like exactly. You have to. It is almost you have to. I. It's yeah. trying to kind of do this without spoilers would be tough as nails. It's like oh, yeah. I don't think I. I mean, I I've done this sort of stuff before, like just in writing, but and trying to do it in voice it's like, yeah, just prepare yourself from spoilers, y'all, because you're in for a ride. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, genuinely, you're definitely in for a ride. And I think um, we 
we're going to try and keep these semi-regular. We're going to try and keep up with Secret Empire and just kind of go through the the whole event with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you are reading them um, and you want to join along, that's great. Um, if you're not reading them but you want to keep up with what's going on in the event, that's cool too. Um, but I think the the kind of thing I want to put out there to start with before we even talk about the issues is this idea that um, I don't really want to I don't really want to ignore all of the um, controversy that surrounds it and I think it's something we can talk about Um, I think it's something that should be talked about especially with Secret Empire because it's um, it's built on that controversy really it's almost kind of it's it, it cannot be independent from it at the moment um, because as you said like you might not be on comics twitter but the idea of Captain America being like essentially a Nazi yes. is, has made international news, has been on the news like the mainstream media have picked it up um, so I think you can't avoid the idea of it being uh, out there and controversial um, I don't know what your thoughts are. What your experiences of the kind of the controversy? I, you know, dude, it, this is. I've actually had to think about this because it's it's interesting. The way I have seen people respond to this, like, it is the weird. It's like I'm. It's like it's very. I'm pretty much like I'm pretty much like the guy who I can hear. I can pretty much hear from any side of the story and kind of go, okay, I can kind of feel you middle of the road. Like this one, I've been kind of actually having the process in my own mind. And I'm just going for one, like the initial response to it made me a little bit like, Oh guys, don't send Nick Spencer death threats. This is ridiculous. Mm, I, yeah. I was not a fan. And some, some of the reactions I've seen, I'm kind of like, Oh y'all, y'all need, Oh y'all, this is, mm. this is bad. Like, and, and, but, but the people who are mad, it's like, I can see why they're upset, and it's and it's very understand. I mean, it's very understandable because yeah, and and you can see like okay, I I get it, I and yet I'm good, but I think it's just the way this has worked out is like because really I like I said I was mostly trade weight like I, I've been mostly trade weight a lot of Nick Spencer's run I've. But I've kept up with it through, like, people reading. Like, I've read the first trade of it. So I'm jumping way ahead of schedule here, so to speak. Right, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, but thing is, I know enough because I've read, and I'm going, okay, I see where you're coming from. I see what you're, but I, but I kind of, kind of see, I see where he's kind of going for because yet it's like Hydra, like, going, like, Hydra's, like, the way they've been trying to do it. But the way, the biggest part of it has probably been the biggest mess is the way Marvel's PR has handled it. Mm. That's been bad. That's mm. like like they've been wanting to wear have people wear like Hydra T shirts in their stores and what guys Oh yeah, that is spectacularly tone deaf. No. It no. just I cannot, like I cannot comprehend that. The idea that they want you know, the the biggest problem with this that people have, you know, the is the fact that, you know, it its symbolism is, you know, it is inherently tied in. Hydra is inherently tied in with Nazism, regardless exactly. of of what they say. And this concept of them, you know, wanting people to dress up in in Hydra outfits, they want to turn 
comic shops into Hydra. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's almost as though you know, and their defense of it is, well, it's all fiction. You know, Hydra's not Nazi; it is all fiction. But I'm I'm fascinated by this concept, Mo- like morbidly so, probably because you know we at the moment we very much live in. You know, times where na- the word Nazi is used a lot. You know, there is an alt-right presence mm-hmm. um, in politics. There is like, um, you know, I don't want to say uprising because I don't want to give them more credit than they than they deserve. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, there is a presence out there. It is it is a, a constant presence in the media anyway. And um, you know, I think it, it's one of those things that you have to tread carefully with because it is a sensitive issue and it is something that bothers people or is something that upsets people and rightly so you know people are marginalized like every day exactly you know people are very very upset by this and also people turn to comics to see the best of us you know it's it always it's always upsetting when there's more diversity in the cast of characters than there is in the creators behind them um but that is that's constantly true you know at the mm-hmm. moment they will write about black characters but they will not hire black creators to do it you know and, exactly. and and that's and that's a problem and so it's kind of there are these issues with secret empire and there are issues with um as you say marvel's pr to it marvel's response to that, people's rightful feelings about it and that's um, and that's where this hits and that's where it really hits i mean like the way it's like secret empire the way this is like because the way you kind of look at this like in reading the issues you're going okay i see where you're going with this and i can understand it's like and in reading the bits of stuff i've read of nick spencer's run is okay i see where you're going but Mm -hmm. the way this it's it's like but every time it's like oh and then it's like like the po is like the they go okay let me explain like okay it's not and then the pr happens like oh no guys marvel no no marvel Yeah. Don't 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 have people go. Don't try to take over the internet with, with like internet sites with Hydra logos. Don't try to take over comic shops with, where people wearing Hydra T-shirts. Don't try. It's like, you're not helping yourselves. No, and and Nick Spencer as well. You know is no he, no. Um, again, you know, again, this is more. You know, for those who don't know, Nick Spencer is the writer of Captain America at the moment. Both Sam Wilson and Steve Rogers, and he's also the writer of. Uh, Secret Empire, as as well as other creator-owned projects and things like that, but his mm-hmm. his his presence on Twitter is very divisive, and that's me being polite. You know, I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think you know what I mean. I don't think he he handles any given situ- situation well. I don't oh, think he, he handles any kind of criticism well. And people, I've seen the the whole spectrum of people's approach to him. I've seen people, um, you know, I've seen people. You know, we, we, we know that he's been sent death threats or he was sent death threats originally and I don't care how you know tone deaf you are or how irresponsible you are on social media no one deserves that no um, but at the same time like he's when even when people approach him with critical thinking and you know I, I think perfectly reasonable sensible arguments and kind exactly. of look this is why this is upsetting he shuts them down and he shuts them down in a snarky silly childish immature way and it, it's it, it cannot help but tar or taint 
the experience of his work. Exactly. And that's what's it's like it's like between the Marvel PR, Nick Spencer's reaction to how people respond to Hydra Cap and Secret Empire and all the stuff surrounding it. It's like so let's see, a writer's not helping himself, a PR the PR's not helping themselves, the company's on no one's helping anything and and every and everyone's digging a bigger hole for for everything's right like because the the deal with this event is kind of like it's kind of like walking into it's like it's like that like if you if you've ever like me I'm just going I'm just I was just ready for it I was mm-hmm. ready for the hellscape I'm like bring it let's see what happens yeah. I mean it wasn't as at first, I was like, "Well, it's not too bad." Then later on, as people read it, "Oh Lord, here we go." Yeah, and, yeah. And what didn't help, Matt? And then, and yeah, some people, and yeah, for some people, that how this turned out and how the issues turned out. Okay, it's, it probably surprised a lot of people, and other people probably thought, "Still doesn't help matters." And mm-hmm. we're gonna get into it as we get into the issues, but to get the dive in the secret empire, as you said you have to talk about everything surrounding it because if this is just a straightforward okay here's an event let's do this this is not straightforward it's the event let's do this this is this is beyond <laughs> anything exactly Marvel it. could have imagined that's exactly it and I think that's what I wanted to get out there really is this idea that this is you know we're not kind of we're not really the kind of podcasters that just go, oh, there's a brand new event, let's cover it. Because, you know, we're as tired as anybody of events. But mm-hmm. what fascinates what fascinates me about this one is everything that surrounds it. And I think it is it is something worth talking about. Um, and I think it's something that's worth um, diving into. And it fascinates me. Firstly, how this, um, this event is going to be received currently. Um, mm-hmm. Secondly, you know, me and you are quite... Um, quite good at kind of just taking it as a piece of fiction on its own and separating it from the rest of it and having a look and objectively going right well you know how does it work how does it work as a story how does it is it is it worth it is it worth all this you know i, I argue that nothing can be but at the same no. time you know it, it is it what is it trying to achieve and does it achieve that um and thirdly i'm, I'm interested to see you know and i think this is something for you know the final episodes of these mini casts where we can look back, you know, and go, well, how will this, as a, as a piece of work from Captain America, Steve Rogers number one, all the way through to the end of Secret Empire and whatever else is next after that, how will that look, and how will that read, outside of the current political climate? And that, and that's why it fascinates me. I mean, it. I pretty much, I, I've kind of become, I'm, I'm kind of like, because I've been around comics internet for way too freaking long sometimes, <laughs> and I, I've i seen, I've seen almost everything. This is sort of like, okay, this added a whole new level to everything. Like, yeah. I thought, oh, I've seen, oh, oh, like, yeah, yeah. The way you look at comics internet, this this is a whole that's a whole other podcast entirely. But yeah, yeah, and but this has definitely left an image. I mean, I mean, there are people who are who were already pretty much not happy with Marvel, and this event didn't help matters. 
and I think the lead up to a piece because I've I've seen some stuff. I mean, I've seen people saying like I'm boycotting Marvel for a while. I'm not touching Marvel for a while until whatever they're gonna do with this, they're do with this. And yeah, I I mean, I'm pretty much like one of the. I guess you'd call. I guess you and I are pretty much. I think what's interesting about us as we're kind of like we're pretty mellow. Mm. We're we're kind of the mellow ones. Like I'm. Yeah. I think we can afford to be to a certain extent. I think because the you know we're at the end of the day putting you know putting it out there. We're 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 two white dudes, so you know it's not going to offend us as much as it will offend marginalized people or you know um people that uh have felt religiously offended by it or you know things like that so exactly you know, that is that is the other caveat really to this kind of podcast is the idea that we're not gonna have all the answers you know we're not gonna and we don't claim to, to solve all the problems and we don't claim to we're just gonna no. we i think it's a conversation worth having it's questions worth asking it's issues worth raising and it's um it's fascinating to explore those concepts so to that end that is a good um point for me to say that if you're listening to this and you want to get involved definitely get involved in a discussion um obviously you can uh get in touch we'll let you know at the end of the show how you can get in touch with uh the show how you can get in touch with me how you get in touch with wes and we'll start a whole discussion about this get people's opinions i want other people's opinions um, i'm game yeah, I've seen people on Twitter, like there are people that I admire, there are people I look to for advice, there are people I look to for their opinions on things, and there has been division, there has been people going, it's just a comic, to people going, it's more than that, you know, and you people... Don't say that to people, you, yeah, I, that's, you can't say that. You don't say, it's just, com- no, there's a justified reason why they are ticked, and yeah, definitely. I don't, and I would never... I would never say that in a million years to someone. It's just a comic. No, fuck you. Don't say that to somebody. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sorry. Yes, I dropped. With... Hi, I dropped yeah, an F bomb. F bomb one of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to be the last. No, I think, and and yes, especially not. It's, it's especially not just comics when you come when it comes to something like Captain America because he's he is a symbol. He is something that is. Um, you know that's why it made mainstream media. That's why it made international news because it's not a superhero has gone bad because that does happen a lot. And that was, mm-hmm. I think, that was people's reactions when Captain America One came out. I think that was even our reaction. Like thinking back to our first podcast, we were kind of a bit like, "Well, what is everyone going on about?" What? You and, know, and it was surprising. Turns bad. You know, it's kind of big whoop. You know, people characters turn bad all the time. You know, happened to Hal Jordan. You know, he turned into a bad guy. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, at the time, we're very much like, well, that that didn't make any difference, and he's back to being a good guy now. So you know, just ride it out; it'll be fine. But there's more going on. There's a deeper thing, and I think that was Marvel's reaction. That was Marvel's kind of pushback to it. That's always been Nick Spencer's pushback. You know, which is read the issues. Um, you know, there's a, there's a bigger story, and you know that that is true, but that doesn't dismiss the opinions that people have towards it and how it's personally offended them you know exactly i mean you can't this is one of those things where as you dive into it you go oh well i see why you are mad and i under and i yeah it's you're if you're mad like yeah you it's like you have a right to that opinion and you and and also when the company itself as we said is like isn't helping matters 
either way. Mm. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's always, it's like why I've actually said, dear lord, the PR, they, Marvel needs to get a better PR. And mm. also, some, I, it's, it's horrible to say, I almost think, I think, I think someone needs to keep Nick Spencer off of Twitter sometimes. <laughs> for his own good, more than for anything else. For his own else, good. Almost. I mean, because yeah. I, I had, you know, it's funny. One of my first reviews I ever did was the Morning Glories review way, way back when. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. And I like Nick Spencer. I actually like his writing. And mm-hmm. what ha- what's happened from that Nick Spencer to now is like, wow, what the, wh- what the heck, dude? Whoa, whoa, buddy, 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 buddy. Uh, <laughs> you're like, yeah. and then, and, okay, so this is, a, I think this is a good time to kind of, let's start dissecting these issues because, Yes. So, yeah. Like so, let's now. There's we, we've got a few, haven't we, to cover? Like the there's the opening. Is it the opening salvo? There's three opening salvo issues, and if you're wondering the order, it now there is an order to read them in, and I'll actually break it down for you. It's it's if you if you're following an order, it's USA Avengers number six, Thunderbolts number twelve, Steve Captain America Steve Rogers number hang. On, I had to look. I number sixteen, 16 and yeah. secret, and then that leads you right in Secret Empire Zero. Now, mm-hmm. now it's if you're wondering if you're wondering how to operate with this is USA Avengers is kind of like your optional. If you wanted to skip it, you could. But if you're if you're not reading USA Avengers, it's actually a pretty damn good read. But and mm-hmm. and then and then and then Thunderbolts number twelve. I'll fully admit I kind of don't like. It's like. If you want a little idea as to where why Bucky's in a certain predicament, you might want to read Thunderbolts number twelve and secret and like the one that's really necessary is number is Captain America Steve Rogers number sixteen because that leads you right into Secret Empire number zero. It's like you yeah. are right in there. <laughs> it's just it, it, it usually it usually works like that, doesn't it? Because if there's if there's tie-in issues that are written by the same author as the main series. It usually goes like yeah. Brian Bendis is when he always used to write Avengers and like Secret Invasion and stuff like that. The the Avengers issues were always like the more integral ones to it, and that's the same with this. Like because this Secret Empire has spun directly out of um, the Captain America run, hasn't it? Really. So those are crucial issues. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right. Like US, I read uh, in the lead up to this, I read Thunderbolts twelve. I read US uh, US Avengers number uh, number five, and. Um, I'd not read any of those series. I love Al Ewing, and I, you know, it pains me that I've not kept up with his work. I didn't read much New Avengers uh, after like the third issue, and I've not read US Avengers. Um, but um, unlike Thunderbolts, which I didn't really enjoy, this issue made me want to go back and read the rest of US Avengers um, because there are like there are character beats in it, there are moments in it that I really enjoyed. And I, I think I'd like to see them developed a little more. Whereas I don't know what you thought about it, but um, the the Thunderbolts issue, I, I mean, I'm not really that that kind of book didn't really appeal to me anyway. Um, but the Thunderbolts issue was kind of just all set up. It was all kind of getting the pieces moved on the board to get it to Secret Empire. I I agree with that. It's definitely. Like USA Avengers, 
Which, by the way, Matt, yeah, read USA Avengers. It's awesome. Any of y'all that yeah, read yeah. USA Avengers, go go read that. It's good. It's fun. It's probably one of mm. my probably one of my favorites of the of like kind of like some of the current Marvel stuff right now. Definitely USA Avengers is probably one of my fa- my favorites. But it's really good, and that was like it was set up, but it also did a lot for it. If someone was saying, "Well, is this part of Secret Empire?" I'll check it out. It actually does a really good thing of going, hmm. I might want to read more now, so that worked for you, Matt. And Thunderbolts. I read the first issue of Thunderbolts, and I liked first well first couple issues of Thunderbolts, and then I kind of fell off off with it. And then, but I do I but Thunderbolts was actually one of my first books that I started reading when I got back in the comics back in like the late nineties. So I do like uh-huh. Thunderbolts, but I kind of like fell off with it, got in and back and forth. So Thunderbolts number twelve is kind of like. For any, but since I fell behind on Thunderbolts, it's kind of like diving into that, just diving into it. You're like, whoa! But it did set up all the Bucky stuff, all mm. the Bucky, Kobic, the Cosmic Cube, and it set up all. It, it set up a lot of stuff for Secret Empire. But for anyone trying to go for the rest of the Thunderbolts, you're kind of like, what? What? What is this? What is happening? <laughs> like, okay, I mean, I kind of knew bits and pieces. Like, I knew Jolt from the original series. And I knew, yeah. but I was glad. I was, I was glad to read it. Was the, kind of washed over, yeah. Yeah, but I was kind of, but I was kind of glad, because kind of glad to read it just so they kind of know. Okay, that's why Bucky's in the predicament he's in when we get into Steve Rogers, and then we get into Secret Empire because it's, you know, it is interesting when you get into like Steve Rogers, the, the idea of how this works out, how Steve Rogers, how the crazy idea behind Secret Empire with Steve Rogers as it gets revealed is, you're like, oh. Because, like, I, I remember you and I were, like, Facebook chatting, mm. reading during this, like, initially, as <laughs> yeah. our initial reaction. We, and I was like, and I, re- and I read over 16, I went, oh, Lord. Because, like, cause I saw that, and I was thinking that final page, I was like, Oh no! Oh, this is not ending well, is it? Oh, this is not ending well at all. And then, like, like the like they set up for like the Hail Hydra page. You're like, oh lord! Like that's what I just yeah. started going. Like, like I, I think that was sort of like when I was just going, this is not gonna, this is not gonna be pretty, is it? <laughs> this is not going to be pretty because, like. Like jumping back slightly, what I loved. About Sorry, US man. Avengers, Sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. What I loved about U.S. Avengers was, um, what I really enjoyed about it was like Steve Rogers is in that issue for the most part. Like he mm-hmm. comes to, um, he comes to the new AIM headquarters and meets with Roberto da Costa, and and sits and kind of you know just shoots the breeze with him and kind of reprimands him a little bit because, you know, it's obvious that Steve's putting all of these final pieces into play um, with Secret Empire and he wants to mm-hmm. he see, he must see AIM as this um, kind of loose cannon he sees Rob- Robbie DaCosta as this kind of he doesn't know whether he's going to play ball, he doesn't know whether he's mm-hmm. going to take orders uh, he doesn't know, he's got a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of unpredictable members of his team and he wanted to make sure that he knew what was going on but what I quite liked about it was how Al Ewing wrote Evil Steve Rogers because he writes him like an absolute dick. Like, he does. Just, like the way, 
the way he talks isn't Steve Rogers at all. And I think I don't. I almost don't know if Al Ewing's kind of not intentionally joking or taking the piss out of it, but it's like it's the very first page of it is is Steve Rogers walking into Sunspot's office and going hail Hydra, and then you turn the page <laughs> and it goes, and he's like, I laughed. Uh, like, yeah, Robbie DeCosta's like, excuse me, sorry, Citizen V is now not Sunspot, and yeah. uh, and Captain America says, just checking. Tony told me that much. Told me that just one. Checking. Sorry, I shouldn't leave with a joke. And it's just like, what? Like that? That to me is like that's not the same Steve Rogers that has been throughout Nick Spencer's run. Because the Steve Rogers in Nick Spencer, which has been even more disconcerting, is the fact that he <laughs> is still very much Steve Rogers and obviously that's the whole conceit is the fact that he's always been this way you know Kobik uh, the Cosmic Cube uh, Kobik has rewritten history so that he has always been like this whereas in Al Ewing's run it's very more it's um, back to basics comics like this is clearly this is clearly a, a good guy gone bad and we can see that but the audience the, the audience can see that clearly but the characters within are kind of meant to not see that the way we do and exactly. that's kind of more traditional way of storytelling when it comes to painting a good guy as bad um, and I kind of I kind of appreciated Al Ewing's uh, interpretation in that sense a little bit yeah and thank you for jumping back to that because I actually just that's what I kind of dug about it because USA Avengers has a very nice sense of fun to it for the most part it's very mm. energetic it's very lively it has a it's very it's got a, like Ewing does a really good job with character and really making these characters pop, and it's and it was a lot of fun to see how this worked out because it's like, huh, Captain America? Yeah, they, he, she just wrote Captain America's a dick. Wow, <laughs> he just straight up went for it, like yeah. not even hiding this. Like, uh, Captain America's a jerk. Like, it's like, yeah, he's he's a jerk, isn't he? Oh yeah. It's, it's like I almost wanted Kitty Pryde to pop up going, Captain America, you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I think Sunspot was like five minutes away from doing that. Like, like, could I? Because it's like, because like he's, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to punch you, man. Like he was just like shocked, but he was just too shocked by the rea- by how he was being talked to. Like, what? Yeah, he kept saying, "Am I being told off? <laughs> Am I being he, reprimanded?" Captain- yeah, yeah. Maybe yell that. What did I do? It's yeah, yeah. It, it's very in, and but it is very. It's interesting because, like that is the cool little bit of foreshadow, and I and I actually kind of like that. Mm. I really like that little bit of foreshadow. Like okay, like it's really weird. You actually probably could. It's it's really weird. I was like yeah, I. I don't. I actually yeah. It's like now talking about it a little bit more. It's like yeah, this is actually be an issue that. Like you, if you're if you are curious about USA Avengers, it actually might be an issue. If you're already in Secret Empire mode, you might want to just pick this up and go. Hey, you'll probably find yourself yeah. digging USA Avengers by the end of the issue. And I think so. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to to see how Al Ewing's a, a team that Al Ewing is writing. I'm curious to see how they respond to this event and how they react to it. Especially now that, like, you know, the fact the whole idea of Captain America coming across. And checking on uh, mm-hmm. the aim, uh, U.S. Avengers, is is very much an admission by him that they are a concern and they are a, they are something that he potentially may need to deal with. And I think on that on that level, I think that's an exciting kind of 
um, jumping off point for that book um, moving forward. I think it's quite an interesting um, position that those characters are in to very much be kind of they could be they could be an important part of the resistance to you know what is going to happen in Secret Empire because they're because the thing is like the mutants on the team they're trained they know how to handle this like mind control oh Xavier taught us how to handle that years ago yeah yeah it's like it's like yeah we if Xavier taught us how to do it like yeah I thought everyone else had to handle it oh. And he's like, crap. Yeah, this just got and, tougher. And that's it, yeah. And so, like, obviously he finds out a lot of information about them. But at the mm-hmm. same time, he he definitely also kind of finds out a lot of information that he didn't want to hear. And it's quite interesting to see how prepared they are and whether that, whether that conversation will ultimately be, you know, their downfall if he can prepare for them a little easier. But, but you know, it's, it was a good issue. It was an interesting issue. And... Um, See uh, Captain America sixteen then so um... yeah or or the issue where I started getting a little bit a notch nervous about <laughs> yeah I, it does yeah, it does kind of knock it up a little bit doesn't it I was just like uh what about like and it's like uh Matt what are we getting into because this <laughs> even started getting me a little bit like oh oh dear oh dear yeah, I, I think looking back more so than Secret Empire Zero. Yeah. Because I think Secret Empire Zero almost reverts a little bit back to the the superhero opera and the grand kind of superhero right, you know, yeah. this is a big event that has happened and now they've got to come back from it. Um, you know, we'll get into that issue in a minute, but the, the Captain America issue is is still along the same lines as the rest of Nick Spencer's run, which is very uncomfortable very kind of um i don't know i think that one of the biggest problems he's had and one of the biggest criticisms he's faced is it's almost kind of not justifying those beliefs but he he's as as a writer i suppose should do he's very mm-hmm. firmly put himself into the minds of these characters and as such he presents their side of things he presents their view of things very realistically and very kind of thoroughly and so the captain america now ewing's us avengers is very much like you know i'm a bad guy lol whereas mm-hmm. you know in 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 nick spencer's run for better or worse you know that is that line is not as definitive that line is not clear you know steve rogers is an idealist he always you know he has always been a symbol he has always been an ideal. He has always been the perfect version of the belief that people have in him, or people be- the belief that people see when they look at him. It's just now it's mm-hmm. flipped. You know, it's completely flipped. He is still idealist. He is still a symbol. He is still, you know, the 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 vision of a faith in in an ideal power. It's just that now it is evil rather than good, um, and I think that that's what makes it uncomfortable for me. Exactly. It's like that's what I was talking about. I was talking about I was like talking about this in my uh, comic store actually, and I said, I actually thought about it, I said it's kind of like okay, it's what what happens when instead of Captain America becoming the symbol of hope, he's the symbol of someone that you fear. Mm. And in this situation, he's like because in any other event, Captain America would be like the hopeful, the hope rallying the troops, getting everyone on the same page, saving the world go team and instead it's 
oh, oh, crap. Mm. Captain America's gone bad. Oh, we are all screwed. Oh, this is bad. Oh, this is really bad. And that's what this um, issue sixteen does, really, doesn't it? It puts the it puts the final pieces into play, um, and if anything, this this feels more like a zero issue to Secret yeah. Empire than Secret Empire Zero. Like I'm I'm not. This is a thing with comics in general at the moment, especially Marvel comics, is they'll bring out an issue zero, and it might as well be issue one, because yeah. to me, issue zero reads prologue. Issue zero reads kind of. Well, if you're really into it, then pick this up. Otherwise, don't worry about it. Um, you know, where in this case, if you didn't pick up issue zero, you'd be screwed because it is the story. It is the start of the events. Like when exactly. you pick up issue one, you're in the middle of it. Then you know you can't not be. Obviously, we've not read issue one yet, but like you can't not be in the middle of the event because everything that all the all the pieces of the puzzle to you know to start this conflict have been laid by the end of issue zero and it's and that's what it's like one of the things like well just to let you know if you're thinking about skipping issue zero you probably don't want to skip issue zero. Oh, no, and you, you probably don't want to re- skip steve rogers captain america either because that's kind of like issue like minus zero, one <laughs> minus one or something i mean like it's like yeah it's like it's almost like it's like this is like secret event like captain america steve rogers counting zero and this is zero point, and then number and secret number number zero is number is, is zero point five, because this sounds weird, by the way, but just just roll with us here because that's that's about how the best way to describe this is just because yeah, I think if you go in so far as to pick up issue zero, you you're gonna have to pick up issue sixteen of Captain America, Steve Rogers, because they they kind of they read as one almost. Yeah, it's like, but the interesting thing about like, like if you are we are you ready to go into the main event here, yes, the Secret ready, Empire? Ready. Yeah, yeah. The one thing that caught my eye is, my lord, that freaking prologue uh, intro is gorgeous. Yes, the intro like, is drawn by um, Rod Ray Rod, Race. Rod, Rod Race, yeah. Yeah, gorgeous, my lord, that is freaking pretty. I and mean, it, it follows the um, the tradition of uh, the Steve Rogers run of showing a flashback mm-hmm. to uh, 1945, or you know, of, of Steve Rogers before he was frozen in ice, um, and it goes through. But this is where it properly, you know, as you were saying, you were starting to feel nervous. This is where it properly jumps head headfirst into the water, doesn't it? Really. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is where they announce, or they, or Nick Spencer un- unveils the the idea that um, this uh, messing with the cosmic cube isn't, you know, the whole the whole idea, the whole beginning of Steve Rogers' Captain America was that um, Red Skull messed with the cosmic cube and changed Captain America's history. Whereas now with Secret Empire Zero, it's establishing that Red Skull is simply changing Steve Rogers' history back to what it was. Um, so, which is a massive, which is a massive shift because essentially, Steve Secret Empire Zero says that in the Marvel continuity, the Marvel universe, Hydra won World War Two. So yes. the Nazis won World War Two. And only, that's 
Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's a massive thing. And it's only Wrap that around you for a minute, kids. <laughs> yeah, let, let that sink in. Because then there's then he say, he says that it's only because the Allies created the Cosmic Cube and then used it to change events that the Marvel Universe that we know today exists. Because they went back, they changed history, they won the war, and then they move forward as it is. So what they're what Nick Spencer's saying here is that Steve Rogers was always indoctrinated into Hydra. He was always a double agent, but that the Allies change in history, changed, you know, put a a finish over the top of that, put a, you know, plastered over the top of it with Steve Rogers is actually a good guy. Whereas what they've done now, what Red Skull and Kobik have done in the present day, is revert Steve Rogers back to how he always was, which is a fundamental. You know, complete irreversible shift of this character. I don't envy. Like when you say this is like the prologue is where you go, like 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 Captain America sixteen, like Zero sixteen was where like where I was like, okay, I'm getting a little antsy here, but okay, the prologue. Oh, oh Lord, have mercy! This is going to get weird, isn't it? Because like I don't. Here's what's interesting about this cast, like as you said at the beginning of it, how reading this going to be reading this, all these issues is down the line. How in the world is this going to wrap itself up? How yeah. how, how in the world? How how do you? It's like okay, it's like okay, Secret Empire Zero. Well, Steve Rogers was always Hydra. Mm. He was always an agent of Hydra. Yeah. Oh, in and the Hydra. Prologue, in the prologue to a zero issue. So in a prologue to a prologue. So and before the prologue to the main series has already begun, they've already fundamentally, as far as I can see, they've fundamentally ruined that character. Or, you know, changed that character. I don't want to they, presume. They've ruined, changed him. They've changed that character. Yeah. A lot of people would say they, ruined, but I'm trying to you know, be a bit more he, diplomatic about it. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the things where people go, I can see why, like a lot of people are going. Well, this is why some people feel like he's ruined, but like he's not. But they've changed him fundamentally down mm. to his core. Yeah, and it was a lot easier to walk back before than it is now. Now, unless we are going to get some, unless they're going to be doing some cos, some seriously cosmic level crazy town. This is going to be tough. Yeah, this is going to. It's it's kind of like they do, even if they turn around and go, oh well, I tell you what, we'll just use a cosmic cube and put everything back the way it was. It's like you still can't get away from the fact that the original truth, if beneath the cosmic cube alterations, you know, three times ago, the fundamental truth is that he was always Hydra, mm -hmm. and that was that has changed it's the character be... forever. Because he's he's symbolically he's Marvel Superman, you know he's mm -hmm. kind of as a as a symbol of hope and optimism he's Superman. So it's basically like turning around and saying, well, essentially, you know, it's like going back and saying, well, you know, Superman was, you know, uh, Zor El was actually history's greatest monster, and Kal El is the the product of a of a warlord. Um, but he's overcome it. He's better now. He's 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 moved beyond his past, 
that's the only thing they can really do with Steve Rogers now is move him beyond his past and go well he's better than that he's more than that and it's like well no because he'll always be I, I mean I don't know I'm, I'm, intre- I'm fascinated to see how they move forward with that kind of concept I suppose because in the issue like a, like a big part of the issue is as they get as they got Steve Rogers planning his planning his like plan, like dealing with like the like the planetary battle up in space and then mm-hmm. the ground level battle with all like the street level heroes of the Marvel Universe fighting against pretty much almost every villain major to yeah. minor on the streets yeah. of New York and yeah I, it's like yeah you're basically dealing with and it's and then in the midst of that he's still he's now starting to pull off his ultimate his really big plan so it's and so like okay it's like Captain America's leading us to victory he's gonna be the one to save us today the great strategist best buddy <laughs> oh crap yeah oh crap well that's it like firstly the the main the the main bulk of the issue is drawn by Daniel Acuna and mm-hmm. again again it's gorgeous again it's a it's, it's a good lo- it's really good book. yeah it's it's brilliantly and the fact that he has to he has to draw every conceivable major hero that's currently existing on the Marvel universe landscape you know anyone mm-hmm. that is has their own book anyone that's part of a team anyone that is prominent in Marvel comics he draws in this issue um, so that's a that's a huge step, um, you know. Secondly, the 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 um, the structure of this book is uh, this issue. If again, if you're not reading it, um, basically there's three fronts that Shield are facing. They have a ground level attack in New York, where every every villain has just teamed up and has just decided to attack all at once, all in New York in Times Square. That's one front. So all the all the street level heroes, all the kind of we all live in New York kind of heroes, they mm-hmm. all go deal with that. Out in space, there is a Chitauri invasion, um, which is you know trillions of you know Chitauri you know uh, beasts, monsters, aliens are attacking, and up in space, it's all the the cosmic level heroes. So you've got Captain Marvel, you've got her team of uh, Ultimates. Um, and you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, people like that up there dealing with that. Um, and then S.H.I.E.L.D. itself, uh, it, which includes Captain America and uh, Sharon Carter, they're mm-hmm. taking the whole S.H.I.E.L.D. fleet to, is it Sokovia? Yeah, it's to, like... Yeah, the uh, basically um, they're going out to uh, Sokovia, which has been overrun by Hydra, both, um, you know... Um, both like by their forces and politically like Hydra has taken charge of this uh, country and wants to be recognised as their own political state don't they it's I mean this is where it gets really weird because there's dealing with all these different fronts and you've got S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like you got the craziness of like Steve Rogers and Shield trying to do their thing, and it's like, and like all in the background of all like cause it feels like at least like any other sort of event book, on the front end, mm-hmm. it's like oh superhero battles and big event stuff and all this things super battles and all and then and in the background that's where the real meat and potatoes of this is, oh crap, 
Captain America is doing his ultimate plotting, and we are all going to be screwed. And because really, it's like the two. It's like the. Uh, it's the. It's Ironheart and Iron and and Tony Stark as Iron Man AI is what mm. they start figuring out. Uh, there's something weird going on here. There's yeah, something there's, really weird. Yeah, there's a planetary defense shield which mm-hmm. I think has been has been developed in the Captain America series, hasn't it? I've not been yeah. keeping up with that. Um, but um, there's a planetary defense shield that once it's up and operational. It will protect Earth from the. Um, it will shut anything that is outside Earth. It will shut it out. It will keep it out. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of. Um, it will keep the Chitari invasion at bay, basically. Um, but that's offline. It's been blown up by a suicide bomber. So mm-hmm. Iron Man and. Um, the, Ironheart. Uh, Ironheart have been uh, tasked with putting getting it back together. Um, but what they discover, you know, the what they discover is. Firstly, they get it back online. Everyone's happy. The Chitauri invasion is um, is thwarted in that effort, and the Ultimates are outside the shield, going, "Yay, we did it, we won." Um, but then that, and then the um, the New York invasion um, is, you know, is is they over they manage to overcome the villains to a certain point, and so they're starting to win that as well because the Uncanny Avengers come in and they start to win, and then. Um, and then that's when it starts to turn, as you say, like it starts to become this. Uh, it becomes about something greater then, and it becomes about Steve Rogers, who finally unveils himself, finally announces this is what's happening, because um, the New York, New York gets completely uh, taken out, doesn't it? Really, that it gets put into a dark spot or a, a into dimension the dark or, force dimension. Yeah, dark force dimension. So every superhero that's in blackout, New York, by the way. Uh, yeah, it was a good use of blackout, actually. Yeah, so the the villain blackout puts New York in a black spot dimension, and kind of I like how they they kind of acknowledge the fact that most superheroes live in New York in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and so an easy way to get rid of most superheroes is to get rid of New York, and so that's what they do. They basically just go, yeah, yeah, you're all there, bye, and they just put a black spot over it and just kind of take it to a dark force dimension. Um, so that's them off the table. The second step is the planetary defense shield is up, and Ironheart and Iron Man discover that it was never really damaged. Um, it was switched off basically, but they thought because there was a bomb that had exploded, they thought it must be damaged. When in actual fact, it was never damaged. Um, and the truth of it is, Captain America turned it off so that all the cosmic heroes would go out into space and then turn it back on and shut them out. So they're all out in space, and they'll die out there. Presumably, that that that's it for them. They'll just go out and die in space, and so he's just going to keep the shield up, and you know they're they're locked out. They can't present any a problem to him anymore, and so there's only now a you know Ironheart and Iron Man rally the troops, i.e. who whoever's left, mm-hmm. um, and it's not many. It's like the champions, I think. Um, it's yeah. What well, uh, it was like the. The, it was sort of like the Avengers that weren't in New York, that weren't in New York or the Manhattan area. The Champions, yeah. uh, Spider Man, and yeah. U.S. Avengers. I think I don't think I saw them. There's U.S. There's U.S. Avengers in there. Yeah, yeah. So, the Squirrel and Girl and Hercule, and there's Squirrel Girl, Hercules, Scarlet Witch, Thor. Yeah. So there are there are some heroes left, but that's that's it basically. 
and the shield fleet is being mind controlled by Dr. Faustus. So the actual shield fleet is, is gone as well. It's and full that's Hydra. That's the stroke, it's... isn't it? Yeah. Full Hydra now, yeah, as in the, and... the massive Hail Hydra kind of thing, yeah. And then Hydra's over the White House, and. That's it's... the final page, that's... is it? Is that the final page? That's the final page. And... Yeah. All and the it's... shield fleet or the Hydra fleet as it is now, which they're all the high, all the shield helicarriers have now got the Hydra Hydra symbol under yep. them. I love the fact that they mind controlled shield employees. Like, yeah, while we're in flight, can you just go out and paint this on the side of the hull? Sure. Just, just like, go, go paint that. Yeah, that's fine. Just, it, just shimmy on that. If you fall, you'll you'll grow another limb. It's cool. Like, yeah, we. Hail Hydra. You know. Yeah, that's fine. Hail Hydra. We. It's like. Oh, and on that note as well, like Captain America's got a massive Hydra tattoo on his chest. And it's is like, the, that is the worst secret agent. That is the worst double agent. Why does he have the high, <laughs> I, I, I never do. That makes no sense to me, by the way. Why Why do they have... It's like, if anyone... like, It's like, what? If he, ta- if he, ever ta- if he can't take his shirt off, so if he ever takes his shirt off, someone goes, hey, what's up with the tattoo, man? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, well, oh, I kill you now. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> like, he's got this massive tattoo, and he's, he's meant to be this kind of master strategist. So like, at any point, what? did he think, oh, you know, what? I'm not going to put Hydra tattoo on myself. I'm going to step back from that because that's probably not the best idea in the world. Uh, but anyway, it's there. It's out there. You know. But it's it, but so overall, it's like you have the cosmic heroes cut off from Earth. Mm-hmm. You've got anyone who lives up on space, they're cut off from Earth right now. You've got Manhattan cover. You got pretty much good New York, and well, they pretty much say Manhattan, but it's like generally New, like a lot of New York. It seems like right now it's all cut off. Mm. They said it says it just says New York City, but it's like yeah, there is right now they're getting covered by Dark Force. Mm. So it's right now everything's hitting the fan within before even the number one issues hit. Which, yeah. by the way, just saying, if you if you decide, oh, number zero, I don't need to read number zero. Oh, when you read number one, you're gonna be like wondering, what did I just miss? I'm like, yeah, a issue lot. zero is basically issue one. I think you need to, they need to stop. Yeah, it's, it's issue, issue one. Zero. Just just and, issue zero is issue one. And I'm just I'm gonna put this out there, and I think you agree with me with this. Issue zero, as an issue. Is a good issue, I think. I think it's a, I think it's a strong start to the, to an event. I think it does what I want an event to do, and what a lot of events don't do, which is establish a genuine threat that is over yeah. and above the norm, that is over and above what is usually handled by superheroes. Um, I think Secret Wars, the new Secret Wars from last from. 2015 that mm-hmm. had the same first issue or issue zero where it was um you know obviously the two worlds collide in the 616 and the ultimate that universe was colliding crazy that was Still crazy. one of the that, coolest like yeah that was awesome that was a and really that was, and that, that was a really cool yeah and it was a genuine and that was a genuine threat that i felt was mm-hmm. was greater than any kind of single issue or single series could accomplish on its own and I think that's what this that's what Nick Spencer has achieved with this he's he's set a a unwinnable scenario and he has taken the the idea of Captain America being the master strategist mm-hmm. and taking the concept of 
what if he had no uh, no morals, no ethics, and he worked for an evil? He worked for the bad guys, basically, and he's taken that to its logical conclusion, which would be he is smart enough to achieve mm-hmm. this, and that's what I did. That's what I do respect about it. That's what I do like about the issue is the fact that it is. And also, as we said earlier, Secret Empire Zero is is slightly more into the traditional superhero realm than Captain yeah. America Steve Rogers the series is. Because this is very much like, it, it's not really anything to do with Hydra, it's more to do with the idea of the bad guys overcoming, the bad guys winning, and the bad guys pulling the rug out from everyone, from under everyone, and and stealing the day. And that's what's happened in this. And I think it has set up a genuine threat. It has set up a, a genuinely intriguing kind of... You know, a lot of the time with, with big events and things, you know, you look at it and you go, well, okay, they're going to win. They're going to get out of it. Here, I I don't I don't know those steps ahead of time. I don't know how they're going to win. Um, and I think that's, that's what I want out of an event. You know, regardless of... The controversy around it, which you know, as we've said, you can't divorce it from. You can't. That's what, I, that's what I want from it. I mean, what did you think of Secret Empire Zero? Uh, honestly, I did. I ultimately found myself liking it, as I, in my deepest, I and I'm glad I got a couple days to think on it because this is actually really good that I got a couple days to kind of really think on. I'm like, yeah, I did like it, and it did everything an event comic's supposed to do. It has a scale. It has a scope. It sets up a major threat. I mean, as I said, it's Captain America being, instead of the one you look to for hope and comfort, he's the one you fear. Oh, crap. What are we going to do now? And now you're going to have to figure out, okay, now all these heroes across the Marvel Universe are having to figure out, oh, crap, one of our greatest heroes is now is now our biggest threat. What do we do? Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's that's it really. And I think the there'll obviously be a lot more to dive into as we move forward. And there's undoubtedly there's going to be more like WTF moments. There's going to be way more kind of shocking things. And I almost there was almost a part of me that was relieved as I was reading Secret Empire Zero because part of me naively thought. Right, well, we're past the controversial stuff, and we're into just the straight superhero because we've we've got over the concept of Captain America being a Nazi, and we're now mm-hmm. into right. How do they how do they claw this back? How do we, you know, the the only way now is up. You know, the it, that's what I'm naively thinking as I read it, thinking right. Well, the worst has happened, so now we get to see the superheroes doing what they should always be doing, which is clawing it back beating the unwinnable odds, punching and, the Nazis, beating the bad guys, and coming back. Um, and I do worry if that's me being a bit naive, and that there's whoop. going to be <laughs> there's going to be worse things that is going to be un- unveiled. Like, I don't know what, I don't know how, but... Now, what I'm almost thinking, like, we're going to have a few, we're going to have a good few months of of people being in for a, for a ride. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is one of your strap yourselves in, kids. It's only begun. Just <laughs> prepare yourselves because this is going to be a it's going to be a journey, going to be yeah. a ride. 
This yeah. isn't something that you can just go, hey, kids, guess what? It's like, it's like even after, as this event ends, unless, unless Nick Spencer and, or, and has like this crazy gambit of, well, excuse me, like everything's going to be okay. And they're like, like, you can't really cosmic cube yourself out of this. You can't exactly. really... You can't really just easily go. Well, this never happened. Nope, nope. Mm. You, you, you're that crawl yourself out of this. I mean, it's gonna be a unless something really crazy happens by the end of Secret Empire, like really crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be a tough hole for Marvel to dig itself out of. And I'm intrigued, I'm and, and and I am intrigued to see how they do it. That yeah. that is what fascinates me more now is how do you dig out of this? Yes, that's that's how? exactly that's exactly it. I'm very intrigued to see how in universe how the characters get out of this situation. But more fascinating to me is I'm curious to see how Marvel as a company pulls their characters back out of this situation because. And- you know, ultimately they want to get back to a place. You know, they're talking about now. They're talking about kind of legacy numbering, and they're talking about generations, which is the next kind of series mm-hmm. of of comics after Mar- after after Secret Empire, which kind of feels as though they're trying to take DC Rebirth's model of yeah. returning the universe back to its prime, or at least what people, what fans are, current fans are nostalgic for. Um, and it'll be interesting. To, I'm I'm very I'm very much looking forward to kind of the post exercise the post event debrief really where we kind of um, go through the high points Dice- the low points and also yeah dissect it and look forward to um, what's what's going to come afterwards and what it's because this is going to be crazy because reading this event is going to be one of those things people are just going to go how do they do this I mean mm-hmm. how are they going to wait because Whatever Marvel has in store after Secret Empire, which will likely, which we will likely know, probably not, because right now as we're recording, C two E two is going on. We won't, we won't know this weekend. We'll mm-hmm. probably likely figure out whatever Marvel's going to do. Probably closer to midpoint of summer, likely mm-hmm. enough, or beginning of summer, something like that, of what Marvel's planning to do. Yeah. Until then. We we're pretty much likely going like yeah Marvel's likely going to be doing a massive, they might be just doing a massive Marvel rebirthish sort of thing like the legacy mm-hmm. thing and the generation stuff and and how yeah. and how Secret Empire and that is could that be the way to dig out Secret Empire we won't know for sure until we get the full more detailed announcements down the line but it's going to be like. To dig yourself out of Secret Empire and what they're doing here, it's going to be something to behold. Yeah. So, any final thoughts on Secret Empire Zero? Honestly, it was better than I could have thought it would be, and I'm and I'm far, I'm going to be like a broken record here. I want to see how in the world they dig themselves and they they dig themselves out of this and they. Yeah. And they actually managed to figure out how they get, how they fight back when one of their greatest heroes turned out to be one of their greatest enemies. And how do you get yourself from that point A 
to the point B. And it's going to be something to see. I mean, and what and how these and how everyone overcomes it. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm much more intrigued than I thought I was because the first one that was announced, I was like, no, no, I'm not touching it. And then I went and then when I read, I'm like, okay, I'm pleasantly surprised. And I'm glad to be pleasantly surprised. But now and now as, as you and I are both going now how do you now how do you go along with this event and now what's going to be your plan your escape plan so to speak yeah i when... agree i think that's um i think that's that's definitely how i feel about it as well yeah so we'll have to see moving forward um but i think that is that's a good place to end it. I think that's a good. Um, I think we've had a good discussion about it. Um, I hope you Definitely. listeners at home feel exactly the same as well. Um, as as we say, like we cannot take these issues in a bubble. You have to incorporate the the larger controversy, the larger issues surrounding this, and that's where you guys come in. Um, we want to hear from you. We want to know what your thoughts on the issues were, what you thought on the what your thoughts on the grander problems are, if there's anything that you feel as though we're wrong about or right about, if there's anything you feel as though we don't have a um, don't have enough understanding or an opinion of, definitely get in touch, let us know. Um, you can contact me on Twitter. I'm at Matt Loon, M-A-T-T-L-U-N-E. Uh, where's how can I get in touch with you? Feel free at Geek Who Landed and Matt and I are both pretty active on Twitter, and don't hesitate to ask us. Don't hesitate to talk to us. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're happy to respond to you. Yeah, well, we, if you we if want you... to discuss because bluntly, is you we might come off a little choppy at times as we're talking about this because we got a couple days to process this. Yeah, to kind of figure out what to say, and. Even we're sort of like, we know we're in for a ride. Mm. We're all in for a ride. <laughs> so, as we cry, as we do this journey, we're all in this together. So, if you love it, if you hate it, if you're just wondering what in the world is happening, fire us a line. Definitely, yeah. just you talk can, to us. You this can send is... us an email as well. You can email us at uh, that's the issue podcast at gmail.com or one word um, and we'll read your emails in the in the show if you've got um, if Definitely. you've got opinions you want to share cool. if you uh, tweet at us um, we'll read those out as well we'll give you a shout out on the show and we can talk about it as a uh, as a community and we can try and get through it together <laughs> we're, um, we're here for you we're, yeah. we're here for you because we're processing this as much as y'all are so Definitely. we we are all in this together and we're in for a ride, y'all. But I think, but and think, and it's going to be interesting to see how how this roller coaster ride ends. Will it be a smooth? Will it be a smooth ride, or will it be a bumpy landing? That's what we're here to find out. <laughs> okay, so that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. See you next time, y'all. Excellent.